And we are live. Welcome to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. It is week numero uno of season 13 in WRBF. 13, probably appropriate number for this season. It's going to be a weird one. Figure 13, you know, might be lucky for some people, unlucky for others, but we will find out. We shall see. And as always, I've got my co-host with me, Tyler. Are you there? Yes, sir. How's it going? Good to be back, man. It's been a long time. Long time. It has been a while. You know, I, I get some complaints about it, but I figured, you know, as soon as my season was over, I figured I'd stop doing these. You know, I just kind of lost my spirit, I guess. And I tell you what, man, if that's the case, it's a wonder where I've been this one because I've looked at your <laughs> roster. Your man, my team over. is good. No, no, my team's good. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, but before we do, let's give a shout out to our sponsors this week. Tyler, who's on board with us? Hey, all right. Uh, a lot of companies cutting back spending, you know, in this in this uh, season we're in. And uh, so we got uh, individual sponsors. We got, uh, hey, LeVar Arrington. He is a new sponsor to the, to the podcast. Um, glad to have him on board. Big supporter of the show. Um, let's see. Let me check this one here. Uh, wait, it says, yeah. I got uh, something written down. It says, Steve wants to give a huge, massive shout out to, and then it's just all caps, O-T-B-B-A. Huh. I, I don't even know what that stands for. That's, that's O-T. O-T-B-B-A. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Maybe we should Google that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, next, uh, last sponsor is uh, Yeti. Um, Yeti. Hey, yeah. Yeah. not the cooler. No, not the oh. cooler. Not the cooler. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And not the microphone. Not the microphone. Um, oh. Sas- Sasquatch's cousin is a sponsor. <laughs> the cold sponsor one. of the show yeah that's right shout yeah, out to yeti the canadian sasquatch <laughs> i'm sure chris is very well aware of that yeti he probably doesn't have any coolers or the microphone but he's well aware of of the canadian mm. oh sasquatch. wait my, my lights just went off i think yeti needs to send that check in <laughs> <laughs> oh me right. all right well let's uh let's move on to a recap of last season. Before we can talk about 2020, let's talk about 2019. Uh, And we might as well start with Ryan. He was the worst manager for the third year in the row. And we do have have a punishment for him. And I'll be uh, sharing that a little bit later. So Ryan, he's going to suck again. Uh, Spoiler alert, he'll probably suck again this year. and then Ryan, Chris, Sam, and Logan missed the playoffs. They didn't make it again. And I don't think Logan's made the playoffs like one time his whole career in WRBF, which is like – it's almost impossible to do that. It's almost impossible to be that bad for so many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a feat in itself. I mean, that's it, – it, it's, it's – when you think about it, it's almost as difficult to win three in a row as it is to become dead last three in a row. I mean, they're both equally impressive. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? And I know he, I know he's got the award for the most Dookie awards. He's got like <laughs> just racks them up, man. Dookies on Dookies on Dookies. That's right. Um, we can call that the OBJ award. Ooh. <laughs> Man, give him a break. Give him a break, man. God, he, I, 
he and he's a Browns fan. There's the jokes they just write themselves. Oh, oh man, I feel so bad for the guy. You know they're going to be giving him shit out there when he plays. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, and then this next, I got 50 by Tucker. And then, anyways, um, I got my name changed, and I had to deal with that all all season long. Um, that that pretty much sucks. But I'm going to be able to change it. I, I got duplexed. Will be no more after this week. That is for mm, sure. Okay. All right. That's on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, you scored 161 points in the semifinal, I and know, you still man. lost. Yeah. Still you lost to the, still the only, guy, only guy that could have beat you, Dale. Golly. Hey, it's a heavyweight matchup. That's what happens. Every, everybody's throwing haymakers, and he just got the last one. Uh, dang. Dale, he, uh, he beat you, and then he made it to his second straight final which is pretty impressive, but he lost to Steve. And a well, fun fact, uh, Steve scored his career high 184 points in a championship game. Nice. So St- that, Steve, is impre- that was impressive. Steve 50 Dell changed his name to fantasy football team, which is, is so great. <laughs> I love that. Yes, yes. Kind of an ode to the Washington football team. Real mm. super generic. Go sports. Go sports. <laughs> All right. I think that's pretty good for, for last year. I mean, uh, not much else we need to add, I don't think. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. That's a quick recap. Right, right. All right, so let's move on to this season. We had the draft a couple weeks ago, and really, really glad we're able to have the draft. And uh, I know a few people had the draft offline. Uh, uh, excuse me, a few, few people had the draft online um, from home. And uh, we had eight people there at the house. I thought Darren did an incredible job, as usual. Yeah, yeah, he did. Shout out to Darren. Um, and then, uh, so let's let's talk about it. So I know one thing you want to talk about was was keepers and how they kind of impacted the draft this year. Yeah, well, you know, just this is being our first year using our keeper values. You know that there's a lot of different ways you can go into the keeper auction and. You know, keeping myself, I had a different strategy going into this because my the keeper was such a high dollar value, and that just changes your, you know, your plan of attack going into this thing. And uh, you know, see, I'm interested to see how it plays out this year and how it it will affect and change some strategies going into next year. So, yeah, when you keep somebody at $79, you're pretty much locked in to that strategy. You don't have a lot of wiggle room to spend money in other places. So yeah, that's pretty interesting. I know there's a lot of people, you, you did that. Uh, Steve did that with Saquon. Yeah. Dale did that to an extent with, with Ezekiel for 61 bucks. Um, but what's, yeah, what's really good is when you get, um, you you get mind games played on you all day at golf when they ask you like, man, that's, you sure you should have kept them? Um, you know, so that's real fun. And then you start second guessing yourself all day and it just, it's just people trying to throw, throw salt in your game, trying to mess up, get, you know, be a stumbling block. And that's just, I don't need that on draft day. Well, I think, I think somebody did creep up into your head based on your draft. We're going to talk about your team in just a little bit, but I think it did have an effect on your performance. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it did. A little substandard in my opinion. On, Bunch of jerks. Uh, <laughs> the players you got this year 
speaking of some other players, let's see, uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, man, I was surprised at how much QBs went for. People were paying up for quarterbacks this year. Lamar Jackson, 44 bucks to Ryan. Jeez, yeah. Luis. He's one of the ones I, I really considered keeping, but, you know, man, that yeah, would have been a sweet value. For sure. That's a quarter, almost a quarter of Ryan's budget on, on Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray went 27 bucks to Tim. Uh, if you're looking at like a comparison with last year, the most expensive quarterback went for 16 bucks. And do you know who it was, Tyler? Do you know who the most expensive quarterback uh, most expensive was from last year? Quarterback, 16 bucks, maybe Dak Prescott. Good guess. It was not Dak Prescott. Okay. Who was it? I know Baker. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> wow. 16 yeah. bucks to say I'm yeah. oh okay. Mm. And if you know if Ryan could have been involved in the auction last year, he would have drove that price up. <laughs> I bet it was Tucker that was probably bumping him up for Ryan. I bet you're right. Yeah. And then uh another thing that was kind of surprised, and this is gonna lead into this week's stat of the week. We got uh, a pretty cool stat for, for Chris. Tyler, tell us about that stat. Yeah, stat of the week. All right, so the stat of the week is um, what was the what was the number? Um, One one oh five. One oh five. Yeah, I was trying to look in the notes here. Is that yeah? Here it is. Um, One hundred and five. That is the amount of money that Chris has hoarded um, last year and this year. Money he didn't spend at the auction. Money he didn't use with his fab budget. Those are those numbers. That's where that's come from. One hundred five dollars, um, and that is a substantial amount of money. And when you know, when we all go digital currency and the euro is done away with, and we all switch over to fab, um, <laughs> it, only then will that money actually mean anything. So, but but when they do that, you know, Chris is going to have that old money. <laughs> right. And he's going to be way ahead of the game. You know how old money is. That's right. He's been got sitting that, on that stuff. Got a lot of that new money, though. Yeah. He's, yeah. Got, he's got fab buried in the backyard <laughs> in a jar yeah. somewhere. He, he had $69 left in fab last season. And then he left $31 on the table at the draft this year. Last year, he left 5 bucks on the table at the draft. But still, man, what what's the point? Like, he could have invested in some serious running backs with that money he had left at the draft. I, uh, I yeah, really feel it, like he, he missed then he would have been He would have been a contender then, and that's not – that's <laughs> why. That's not his style. That's not his style. No, uh, uh, you got to save money to make money, apparently. That's, that's, that's right. what the scene. That's what – risk it. You gotta, don't risk that's, it for the biscuit. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then uh, something, uh, Sam, speaking of risking it for the biscuit, Sam had 18, 18 bucks left at the draft. Interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. Something else is interesting. Steve drafted three quarterbacks, uh, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, and Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I wanted Daniel Jones. This is uh, – I wanted Daniel Jones. He, I had no money left at the draft, and I was like, I'll just – you know, we're way late. Everybody's already got their quarterbacks. So I throw Daniel Jones up there. And Steve bids a dollar and takes him from me for his third quarterback. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to burn. Yeah, that's got to burn. Oh. That's, 
I'm, I'm going to have to put some Teddy Bridgewater on that burn. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. Let's talk about that. I was well, so that's surprised. Well, that's who I landed I with. So your strategy was to not spend any money on quarterback. And well, I knew, you could, I, knew I could get a good one cheap. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a good quarterback. Now, he's, he could be my keeper next year. I mean, he's going to be dropped down to Christian McCaffrey – I mean, goodness gracious, are you kidding let me? me let me give you his stat line. This is going to be a Teddy Bridgewater stat line for you, week in, week out. He's going to be 12 for 20 with 190 yards and maybe one touchdown. Just dink, yeah. dunk, just boom, right. boom. And if he has 37 handoffs a game to Christian McCaffrey, I'm cool <laughs> with that. <laughs> All right. Just, I just want, to, want you to know that your, your quarterback is probably going to give you maybe 10 points a week, tops. Well, the Panthers are going to suck this year, so they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. So, how about that? We'll see. They're going to suck. Yeah, but they're not going to have see. the ball. We shall yeah. see. We shall see. You have a pretty big investment in the Panthers offense with Bridgewater, McCaffrey, and you've got Robbie Anderson starting your flex. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have a great game. He's not going to be good. Okay. Robbie Anderson is not going to be good. He's, we should put a little side bet on this. This is breakout year. Oh, for sure. For sure. Rob, Robbie Anderson will be a top 20 wide receiver by the end of the year. Oh, my gosh. No. I'll, please, please, I'll take that bet all day long. Top 20. All Robbie Anderson does is run go routes, and Teddy Bridgewater, all he does is throw little dink and dunk passes. That don't it, add up. He's been working his shoulder out. Shut your mouth. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. In the weight room. Okay, we shall see. All right, uh, speaking of we shall see, let's, let's look forward to what's going to happen in week one. We might as well start with the best division in WRBF, and, heck, we might as well start with the best team, my team. Mm. I'm going up against Ryan week one. Uh, there is less than one point difference in our projections as far as who's going to win the game, uh, which is, like, surprising to me because – my team is really good, and I don't think Ryan's team is good. So, I don't get that. But I do appreciate the probability. ESPN has, has a 51% probability that I'm going to win the game. So, they got one thing right. I am going to win this game. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. One thing that's going to be interesting is the, the Baltimore and Cleveland, Cleveland game. There are seven players from that game in our matchup. We got a lot of Baltimore and Cleveland shares on our team. Uh, yeah, so I can't that's wait. Right. Can't wait to see that. It's gonna be a big game. Ryan changed his name uh, about a week ago to Los Boros, which uh, translates like to donkeys. Um, I like it. I like it. I changed my name. Hey, just to clarify, for Ryan, I know his punishment was yes. to have. Um, Dr. Sanchez pick out his fantasy lineup. Are you are we comparing Dr. Sanchez's lineup to Ryan's as yes. well as you, are, are you playing No, no. I know no, I'm I'm just playing I'm just playing one other opponent. I'm not oh, playing okay. All right. All right. I'm not playing Dr. Sanchez, okay? All right. Uno, not dos. <laughs> Now, I will share it. Let me go ahead and talk about – let's go ahead and talk about Ryan's punishment since we're kind of on that topic right now. So, um, I got a message from Ryan, and he gave me his friend Charlie is his name, 
with a Y. Charlie with Charlie. a Y. Charlie, okay, all right. Uh, and he uh, picked his lineup, and surprisingly, you kind of notice a pattern with the players on this lineup. And uh, Ryan see. said, Tyler, tell everybody what um, – what Charlie's message was, like how he, why he picked the players that he did. Ah, uh, yes. Here was Charlie's strategy. So, <laughs> um, more of a visual than a <laughs> – The optics, right. Yeah, the optics of this strategy are <laughs> glaring. Uh, in Charlie's words, he was picking Negritos, porque they are fast. <laughs> so – and so, yeah, if you look at his lineup, he, he, he does have Lamar Jackson, Sony Michelle. This is this is uh, Car- Charlie's, right? Kareem Hunt, Curtis Samuel, black, uh, black, 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 <laughs> Paris. Cam- is it Paris Campbell? Yeah, Paris Campbell. Uh, black, black. Uh, Noah Fant. Eh, I mean, Paquito Negrito. <laughs> um, and Joe Mixon. A little black. <laughs> a little black. Joe Mixon, Jerry Judy, and then the Ravens D. Black, so, black, yeah. black, 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 black. Right. Black. And they're in Baltimore. <laughs> um, oh, me. Um, all right. Not, all right. So, yeah, that's interesting. Interesting strategy. We'll see if it pays off. Um, yeah. But I, I will keep up with the numbers there and, and see if. Charlie can beat Ryan week one. So would it be would it be possible to throw these these pictures in the in the app our, our WRBF mm. app if you made a little sheet yeah. or something with that that would be uh, yeah I should I should add a tab with. I'll add yeah. a tab for Charlie in there for sure yeah oh that's great that's a good punishment man I'm, I'm yeah digging. I really like that I really I'm like digging. that all right next up uh, this is probably who's going to be finishing last this year we got Logan versus Adele. Uh, Dale is 12 and seven against his eldest son, Logan. Um, interesting. Logan has zero backup tight ends or quarterbacks on his roster, but you know what? He'll be fine. He's got Carson Wentz as his only quarterback. He's going to, that dude's going to be healthy. We all know he stays healthy. Not going to have to worry about that. Yeah. He should be good. But the Eagles don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. The Eagles are paying Josh McCown, like I think it's like twelve grand a week. A week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to, as live, to live in Texas. Yeah, living in, in Texas. Like he he's zooming into these quarterback meetings. All right. And he's not even anywhere close to Philly, but he's getting yeah. paid. What well, didn't See. he? Uh, I think he used to coach. Um, High school football. High school football in Charlotte or something, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that he used to live in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was coaching. That's right. Huh. That's right. So interesting. We'll see how that goes. Uh, next up, we got Steve against Tucker. We got our first champ versus our last champ in this matchup. I don't get this, man. Tucker has the highest projected total for this week, one thirty-three point seven. Out of all the teams, he has the highest total. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Something's up with those algorithms. Yeah. 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 I don't know about all this stuff. And then we got Will, uh, Tucker. You know, he lost in the second round of the playoffs last year to Steve. Um, yeah. So Tucker's got themselves. a little little revenge to settle. Right. Right. Uh, and then Steve, but in the head-to-head matchup, Steve actually leads six to five against Tucker. 
I'm going to pull up their matchup right now because I don't – man, 133? Where are all these points coming from? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, here's something to think about. I was thinking about Steve and in the video, you know, uh, LeVar Arrington, he got a lot of coverage with that WRBF video. His price of his cameo videos has gone up substantially since people found out that he was going to be in our video. Yeah, I mean, like, that's not surprising. Like tripled. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what we do. Well, Just, I'm pretty yeah. sure we've, we've got like 10 subscribers to our podcast. I mean, yeah, right. Exactly. Come on. I mean, you don't, uh, you can't just manufacture that kind of. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. That's, that's no, You're welcome. We yeah. should get a cut of that, man. Yeah, that's right. Get up with LeVar's people. We need some royalties. All right. And then, uh, Sam is going up against Chris. This is Sam's second season in WRBF. He is one and one against Chris. Uh, this is a matchup of a couple losers from last year. Neither one of these guys made the playoffs. And I really – I don't see either one of them making the playoffs anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not uh, It's not going to be they, – they may as well get comfy in the consolation bracket. It's hard for me to tell. There's two fantasy football teams in the league. I don't know who's who. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that is so that confusing. Is that's so great, though. As soon as I 50 Logan, you better believe I'm changing his name to that same thing. Yes, too. yes. That's, that's going to be great. Uh, and then, uh, in all seriousness now, like, Sam's starters are actually pretty legit. Uh, he's got Nick Chubb, Kenyon Drake, Allen Robinson. He's got Robert Woods and Stephon Diggs in his flex. Yeah, he's got, a good, good. he's got a good squad. Bench. Bench, not so much. Not really seeing a lot of talent down there. I was really surprised that Sam – I was really (laughs) – yeah. I was really surprised that uh, Sam didn't go after Chase Edmonds at the the auction. He could have gotten him. He could have, you know, he could have locked that up, but uh, he chose not to. Yeah, especially since you have Kenyon Drake. You definitely want to try to have that backup. And and Kenyon Drake, he's not even practicing right now, I don't think. Yeah, I think he's – just checking it out, just watching. All right. Uh, we got Nick going to get going up against Tim. Uh, we got two old school wrestlers kind of going at it here. Yeah. Uh, Nick leads the head to head matchup nine to six. Um, both of these guys were actually bounced in week one of the playoffs last year. Uh, so, excellence of execution, the sharpshooter, Nick. Um, I've been I've heard rumblings throughout through the league that people are not afraid of Nick's team this season. Mm. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Tyler? Well, I see he's being in the toughest division. He had to he had to draft a quality squad. I mean, he knows where he knows what league he's in. He knows what division he's in. Um, but it's not he he may be uh, in the basement this year in our division because he's. I don't think he was happy about his draft. I think the um, his high dollar keeper he he's falls into that same strategy, you know, locked in that I did. Mm-hmm. That that really affects how you how you do this. And I think we all we we learned something a little bit this year about that. Yeah, he switched up his keeper yeah. kind of last minute for Michael Thomas, and right. so he's had to invest a lot of money in him. But he paired him with Julio Jones yet again. You know, it didn't work for him last year, so let's do the same thing again. That seems smart. Right. Um, and then Philip Lindsay is his RB two. Philip Lindsay is the RB two on his on his own team. Yeah, that's mm, that's gonna be tough. 
I don't think Gordon's going to get more burned than him. He, but he has John, Naheem Hines in his on his bench. So, I mean, he could throw. Oh, him and, and and Tony Pollard, Benny Snell mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> See, this is all right. So here's what. This is what I did last year. I drafted a lot of like Justice Hill, Darwin Thompson, guys that could have been really good if they were higher on the depth chart. But right. Benny Snell is number two. Tony Pollard's number two. Naheem Himes is number three. Yeah, right, right. Not going to work out for Nick, I don't think. And yeah, Tim. It's, it's tough to <clears throat> people on potential. Exactly. We'll come exactly. back to bite you. I like Tim with the Dalvin Cook Madison uh, stat. Smart. That was good. That was smart. That's smart. Way to go, Tim. And you know what? This, I'm just going to give you a little bit of uh, where my head's at. I really, I really like Zach Moss this year. Tim has him in the flex. The the rookie running back from Buffalo. Yeah. Um, again, he paired him with Devin Singletary, but I think Zach Moss is going to be the better running back at the end of the season, man. Yeah. All right. Here's a, here, here's a question. Tim's right. wide receivers. Who's going to finish better, Hopkins or DJ Moore? Because I think DJ Moore is going to have a big year this year. I do too. Um, I think he's going to be much higher. better, much better than Robbie Anderson. Um, <laughs> like DJ Moore is probably going to get all the targets, all the looks in Carolina. Um, I think maybe, maybe in the first half of the year, but Robbie Anderson's going to going to turn it <laughs> on. Okay. So. By your logic, then I should pick DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I, I do think that Hopkins, he's not going to get as many targets as he usually did in Texas, in, with the Houston Texans. Um, and I think he needs that. I think he needs the targets to be able to put up the numbers that he usually does. I don't think he's going to be able to put up the, the, the solid numbers in, that he has in seasons past because I don't think he's going to get the looks that he used to. Uh, he'll get maybe like eight five to eight targets a week for maybe like 50 to 75 yards. Um, so, I mean, that's tough. Those, those guys are tough. If I had to pick one, uh, my gut's telling me new Hopkins, um, just because I think that offense is going to be more high powered than mm-hmm. Carolina. Uh, I think they're as a, as a whole, they're going to put up better numbers. So, yeah. And uh, he's got Kyler Murray to go along with him. Um, right. So Tim's he, Tim could have a sleeper team here potentially. Kyler Murray's going to have a big year. Yeah, I agree. Last but certainly not least for Week One, we've got our matchup of the week: you versus Kevin. Uh, Callahan, let me tell you a little bit about your team. Um, you have the lowest projected total this week. You're projected to score the fewest amount of points. Um, uh, algorithms. We've already touched look, on that. I'm not done yet. Um, you are, are also projected to come in last place in the season overall, 12th. Um, so, on paper, it seems like it's a really easy win for, for Kevin. Kevin is so attractive. I mean, uh, his team is so good-looking. Um, Kevin's team seems like they got an easy win this week. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I don't feel the best about my team that I have going into the first week of the season. Um, starting out playing in division rivals, being in the toughest division, it's difficult uh, to get wins early. And, you know, their heart, the, a lot of the early season comes from how well you did at the draft. Um, right, Kevin's, right. Kevin's got a lot of stock in tomorrow night's opening game. Um, so that's, that's going to be fun to watch. 
But also, I, I'm not real worried about Kevin. I think Kevin's worried about Kevin. This dude <laughs> has been all over the free agent market. He has dropped players and put them down or added them and dropped them like he's hot, grabbing hot potatoes at the, at the Western Sizzling or something. <laughs> he has had seven transactions. He's dropped. <laughs> I mean, man, dude, he picked up Mohamed Sanu. What the Patriots didn't even want him. What a waste. And so then he dropped him, you know, the next day. Right. Then he added Bryce Love, uh, dropped Bryce Love the next day, added a Zigbo, and dropped a Zigbo a little bit late. No, actually, he dropped him the next day. <laughs> the dude is, he just can't, you know, he's, he's wavering. He's, he's, he's a flip flopper. Yeah, he is not, he, he's not sure about his team. <laughs> so um i'm not really worried about kevin i think i got to mark you know you can go projections some ejections whatever <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's all my team is good so you just do i mean i have leonard fournette for for pete's sake come on yeah dude, on your bench yeah how about has anyone else is <laughs> hasn't even happened in the nfl that much so it couldn't have happened in wrbf <laughs> Two years back to back, I have I have spent a lot of money on players at the auction, and then they are canned. And last year, Antonio Brown, forty four, forty four, yeah, forty four. But oh, you had to look it up. I knew it. <laughs> forty four dollars I spent on Antonio Brown um, didn't do anything. Leonard Fournette, twenty nine bucks, nothing. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I'm still. I, I haven't thrown in the towel on Leonard Fournette. So uh, that's 32 bucks, 32, 32 bucks. bucks. Sorry. So don't start sending me stupid offers, Kevin. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm keeping, I'm keeping him. He's going to be okay, but it's just crazy that that's happened to me two years in a row. Yeah. How about like Kevin in the group chat calling me out for trade offers that I make and this dude's over here sending way boguser. His, his trades are, his trades proposals are way boguser. Than mine. Yeah, that's, use it one. Use it one more time, and it's a real word. <laughs> so, man, now, I, you, on your now. trades, your trades are 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 pretty bogus, sir. I mean, you're, they're pretty bad. Yeah, yeah they're they're, wor they're they're worse than Kevin's, but Kevin is is second. My trades, like both teams, come out to the good. They're fair, man. I always look at like what a team needs. What, what are my strengths? Least, what are your weaknesses? At least Kevin makes you feel good about making a, a bad trade with him. I mean, he's he give you he's the dentist that gives you that shoulder massage while he's ripping your teeth out of your head. You know what I'm saying? He makes you feel good about it. <laughs> he's down there like work. He's you know he's on the ground level making you feel really good about what you're about to do. I feel like I've been stereotyped, man. Like nobody wants to trade with me anymore because of. People just being prejudiced towards me, it feels like. Mm, that's one way to look at it. <sighs> well, anyways, um, your team isn't good. Kevin's team is good. And after this week, you will have a new name. Can't wait to see what it is. All right. Uh, I really like the Gronky Talk, man. Is that is it Rob, Rob Gronkowski dancing? Rob Gronkowski. No, it's, it's, that, it's the Honky Talk, man, the wrestler. Oh okay. Oh okay. Okay. I didn't. I don't remember. Did he have a guitar that he would like bust on people's heads? Of stuff? course he did. He was the. Hunter. Oh man. yeah, I remember him. Come Golly. on, man. 
Uh, I just keep thinking about a Dwight Yoakam, Dwight Yoakam song. I'm a honky tonk man, uh, and I can't seem to stop. Um, all right. So I think. And then, do Dwight- you remember the honky tonk man's uh, manager? Who you know? And if you look at the icon, you can see his manager kind of duck in. Do you remember the manager's name? I don't. I don't remember him. Who was Jimmy? It? Was- Jimmy Hart. Oh, with the tennis racket? Didn't he have tennis racket? What? That's Jimmy Connors. He actually played tennis. <laughs> oh, Jim McEnroe. Oh. Who are you thinking about? No, who was the guy who had tennis rackets? With the wrestling. Jimmy Hart. What? He like came out. He came out with something. Oh, it looks like he's got a megaphone. He's got like he brought like a a megaphone with him. Like a oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not a tennis racket. <laughs> Not a tennis racket. Yeah, at least. <laughs> that was, that was I just close. I just had to look that up. That was some guy named Cornette. I don't I've never even I don't even know who that is. But didn't he have tennis rackets? I don't know what I'm Cornette? About, man. Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Jimmy Hart had a megaphone and he was the honky talk man's man. I okay. oh my All gosh. Right. Okay, Get up on your sorry. wrestling, dude. Sorry, man. I could have sworn he brought tennis rackets out with him. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> you watch some bootleg wrestling at Fayetteville or something. Man, I watched the Hardy Boys. Man, don't talk junk about the Hardy Boys. Yeah. From Cameron. All right. All right. All right. Let's get back on track here. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we got a side bet. <clears throat> Me and Tucker, we got an A.J. Green bet going on. Eight games played is kind of the line. I have the under, but it looks like he's going to play this Sunday. So that's like the first and only game that AJ Green will play this season. He'll get hurt this week probably. Um, but more importantly, let's talk about the Dookie Award. So <clears throat> I got a great, I got a great suggestion, but I want you to pick it, okay? Okay. Um, I think my suggest, my suggestion is Tim for the Dookie Award. I think he's a great nominee because he spent twenty five dollars on Raquel, Rockwell, Armstead, and. The dude's already on the COVID list for the second week in a, in a row. And Tim spent 25 bucks on him when he could have got him for free. So I think that's a pretty solid Dookie Award nomination. Okay. What do you think? All right. Well, you know, that, that's a good number one. That's a good number one. But if we're, uh, you know, if we're going to really give the Dookie Award, I'm going to give the Dookie Award to, to the number two this week. The number two option is going to be Outside of the box here, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to get the – he's going to be uh, fittingly the number two choice for the Dookie Award. And uh, if you haven't searched OBJ on Twitter, um, just do that. Just sit down, <laughs> you know, carve out about 20 minutes, maybe on a, on a good poop. <laughs> hey, if you're going to take a good dump, go and search OBJ on Twitter. Man, cut, let's cut him a break. Come on, man. The, the girl in the video, she she doesn't seem like she's the most trustworthy person in the world. I don't think it's real. I don't believe it. Okay? So, yeah, I don't know, man. She seemed legit. She seemed legit to me. <laughs> I mean, she had all the makings of what a legit person would look like. You know. Oh my God! No, oh, come on. Stop yeah, giving no. so much shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. All those girls—they have—they do a podcast or something, and they invited her on. I mean, 
Jeez Louise. Let's keep the integrity of these podcasts at a higher level, please. That's right. Am I right? Am I right, right. Tyler? Speaking for the business, which I believe we can. <laughs> right. Now, right. Right. You, you can't do that. You, <laughs> it shouldn't just be a bunch of clickbait. <laughs> right. We can't just have any old bozo with a, with a microphone doing these right. things. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and you wrap give, it up. You here. give a monkey a megaphone. It doesn't make him the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart. <laughs> or, or a tennis racket. Do this. Or, or a, a tennis, tennis racket. racket. That's right. <laughs> all right, man. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Two Guys in a Bed podcast. Again, thanks, LeVar Arrington. And thanks for that other sponsor. I'll have to Google that a little bit later. I can't remember, but and uh, thanks for Tyler. Thanks for jumping on yet again, man. Oh, I got it right here. I got it. Steve wrote O T B B A. I I have no idea. I'm gonna check up on that. All right. Whenever we get it's week one. It's it's week one, dude. First game's tomorrow night. I can't wait, man. So pumped. All right. Me too. All right, brother. Forward to it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. You're listening to the Two Guys in the Bed podcast, the official podcast of Regality of Cubs Fantasy. Later.